0: It's time
1: for Loud Pipes,
0: the podcast
1: that brings you the best conversations relating to motorcycles, the riding experience, and other motoring adventures. Here
0: are your hosts for this episode, Rich Warfield and John Miracle.
1: Pipes episode 146. It's time to deliver the state of the studio address, and have some rides to talk about. We've been out riding; the weather's been nice, and a couple of other topics to round out the evening. Johnny John, Spider Silk, Happy New Year, buddy! How you doing?
0: Doing well. Happy New Year to you too, Rich. Hopefully, you had a wonderful New Year with the family and celebrated it, and. Hopefully 2019 is as good or as better as 2018 for you.
1: Oh, yeah. We're going to have some fun tonight. So we, we talked about this kind of off show and maybe a little bit in the clubhouse, but I always thought it would be neat to do like a, a State of the Union style address to the, the audience Okay, just give them some interesting information about 2018 and and set the stage of all the things they can look forward to in 2019.
0: All right. Before we hit that off, I know, my buddy. Yes, sir. You you always have a beverage. I do. I do. Always in your hand, even when you says I ain't drinking, <laughs> you still drink. So what are you having tonight, my friend?
1: To start it off properly for 2019, with what should probably be the official beer of the show at this point, Copper Beer. OMB Copper, baby.
0: Well, good job.
1: The Alt Beer, brewed in Charlotte, North Carolina, 4.8% alcohol. Got mm, mm,
0: mm. in the can yet?
1: Mm-mm. This one's only in the bottle.
0: You need to tell them they need to can that thing for you.
1: Or the brew Yeah, Loud Pipes Copper Cans. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, Johnny John? Yes, sir. What are you drinking, John?
0: Well, tonight, Mr. Warfield and Mr. Cameron. Mm-hmm. I am drinking a winter lager.
1: Winter lager. Ooh, Sammy?
0: From Sam Adams.
1: Samuel Adams in the house.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Very nice. You got a you couple know, of those left over for me next time I blow through? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we got to stop going to those great taco joints. <laughs> oh, that
0: was a good place. I told you. I told, what, what Good, wasn't it?
1: What's it called? Nana's Tacos?
0: Nana's Tacos here in Durham. It's one of the uh, little hole-in-the-wall taco place, you know, made from scratch. I mean, it's fresh. I mean, when you, it's like the cheese. I'm not sure if you – did you get cheese on yours?
1: Um, I did on the one of them.
0: I mean, if you look at the cheese, it's like freshly shredded off the off – the, um off the block of cheese. So it's not the processed cheese. And everything. Oh, it was good. That, and you know, it's just clumps because if you get processed cheese, I mean, they kind of put flour in it so it doesn't stick, but this stuck.
1: It's just so good. Good stuff. Mm. Mm. All right. Now I'm hungry. Let's get going. <laughs> All right. Uh, one more, one quick mention here before the, we hit the topics and that is, I'm, I'm not sure who listens towards the back half of the show, but our next spoken wheel episode is going to be January 31st, 2019, since John always needles me on the year. And the topic for that is sort of, uh, what is your plan for 2019? You know, what type of rides do you have planned, events, um, things like that. And then maybe we can also sort of aggregate some of the bigger events or some lesser known events that we might want to share and, and people may want to check out. So that's our, our next Spoken Wheel episode. We'll take uh, we'll take the first three people that want to join that, and we'll we'll take repeat. What do you call? I want to say repeat offenders, but <laughs> we'll take repeat guests if we need to. But we would like to get as many as many voices on here as we can. But you know, don't be surprised if we don't have some repeats as time goes on. Sound good, John?
0: It sounds wonderful, my friend.
1: All right, let's do it. Mm. We did a little riding after Christmas, didn't we not?
0: We did. We did. We had a fellow supporter of ours, listener, and I don't know. I've always, as you know, my West Coast trip, and
1: Mm
0: -hmm. we always do it. If any of our listeners are in the area, we do our darndest.
1: To meet up. To meet up with you. Especially the Riders of Loud Pipes, which... Mr. Case is. So, yep. yeah, he came down and he was staying around Anderson, South Carolina. Yep. And we announced last episode that Brother Hogan's taking a little break. So we wanted to also do a little ride to cheer him up. So we all met in the middle at Greenwood, South Carolina. Middle. It was on a way for me. Wow. Well, okay. It was in the middle between Charlotte and Atlanta. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> <laughs> How's that for middle planning?
0: <laughs> yeah, it, but you know, as going back was, I was originally going to plan to meet with Stephen on that um, Saturday because mm-hmm. down and I knew it'd probably be hard for you to get away with your schedule and stuff. So him and I would just talk about meeting up. So I was already planning on riding down there to meet up with him. So
1: yeah, and this this came together pretty much last minute, John, like you said, it was already headed down the following Saturday, but I was headed to Florida to spend time with my parents, you know, a couple of days down there. And, <clears throat> you know, we, we got an opening where we said, okay, Rico's available. Steven's available. He's in the area. Let's go. And it was fun. So we went to Millhouse Pizza in Greenwood, South Carolina, a great little place, good food. And we also had they're, they're partnered with uh, good, sorry, Times. good Times Brewing. Yep. So, of course, some good beers were had as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, and as the opening goes, as we're riding down, Rich goes, I don't think I want to have a beer today. And I said, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> first thing he does.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I'll take one of those.
0: <laughs> Not the only one, but he had
1: two. But the wings were so good. And what else did we have? Mon- mozzarella bites
0: oh yeah mozzarella bites and then i mean the pizzas were fresh you know they were really good pizzas so if you're in greenwood highly recommend checking out the place
1: yep check them out tell them loud pipe sent you they'll be like who
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah other than it turned out the middle of the day as you want are we talking about the ride mm, Yeah, we can talk yeah. about the ride
1: yeah it was cold for you what was it when you left durham 20s?
0: It was 28, no, 27 degrees when I left.
1: Man, 27. Yikes. Seven
0: when I left. Heated gear was on, got on the road, got on the interstate, came down, and it was interesting, hitting some pockets of coldness. Then it got warmer during the day. And then during the day, it warmed up, which was nice. But I've realized. oh What'd you realize? That... When you go from daytime to night in the cold weather, it's worse than getting up in the morning.
1: You're going from cold to warm. Yeah, it's hard to get rid of that warmth once you have it, isn't
0: it? It's just, I mean, by the time I got home when it was 34 degrees, um, about 11 o'clock at night, and I was colder by the time I got home. than when than, you left? Then I, when I left.
1: Yeah, I, so we split off, and I went and met the family at Carowinds. We did their their Winterfest activities that evening, and then I ended up leaving there probably 8.30, I think it was. Yeah, probably a little after 8.30, and it was in, in the 30s then, but it didn't feel that bad to me. I took side roads. I wasn't on the interstate, so it wasn't that bad.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I left when we split off, I was going to um I went to Salisbury to meet up with Rat and stop in and say hi to him. I was there for about an hour and a half. Kind of give me a break to warm up mm-hmm. as, just to warm up, say hi to him, and then got on the road and finished the last hour and a half home. Yeah. About an hour and a half, hour and forty minutes from his place to home. So it's not a bad little John. I was real interested in watching the temperature gauge going up and down to <laughs> You know, it's like forty-five, and then it's like thirty-nine, and it's back up to forty-one, and back down. And you know, I had the heated gear on, and I didn't turn it on full blast when I first get on because it's like maybe I'm doing it wrong. But I fear, well, if I want to put it full blow or full on, Mm -hmm. then once I really get cold, I have nothing. So I tried to I tried to just kind of like okay I'll give it a couple of dials okay run for a while then like the last thirty miles it was max out
1: and just just cold when you got
0: home it was cold I had I would have had a stop. I couldn't have gone much more I would have had to stop to warm up because it was just it was just
1: cold well you made it safely and you have another mileage milestone on your bike
0: yes so ending out the year. I was planning on hitting 26,000 was the goal, mm-hmm. actually, with the trip to down to see Steven and have me up with you guys, and then did something um, with the Dragon Crew, I actually hit
1: 27,000. Nice. 27,000 for the year, and that's all on the new bike, right?
0: That's all on a new bike. And over a year and, no, no, not, sorry, a year and a half. So over two and a half years, that's over 50, almost 60,000 miles in three years. If you want to get down to the nuts and bolts.
1: 60 in three years?
0: Yeah, because two and a half.
1: <laughs> Come on, you're making me look bad.
0: Because the first bike was actually the interesting thing is, I think today would have is the one year anniversary of getting the new bike.
1: Okay. So, yeah. So it's 27, one year. Yeah. All on the new bike. That's cool.
0: Yep. And then 25 on the last one. So, man,
1: oh, man. So, yeah. You are an animal. We're going to need a sound clip for that. So,
0: yeah, that's 55, 52. Well, sorry, not 60, 50.
1: 52. Still, you're clicking off over 25 a year, essentially.
0: Two and a half. Yeah. If to hit the three year mark, probably at the three year mark, I'll probably have 60.
1: So, probably before five years, will you have 100? Oh, yeah.
0: If I keep going how I've been going, yeah.
1: Very nice. <laughs> well, since we're talking about the trip, we can transition to the R6 a little bit. Oh, yeah. Another successful run for me, it was about, I think it was about 260 miles for me, round trip, which was good. You know, comfort is still, is still uh, tolerable, we'll say. Um, but I did ride yesterday, wait, today Thursday. yeah, I did ride yesterday and really kind of beat this knot out of it so I could find all the last oil leak. <laughs> and now she's up on the lift, so we'll get that apart this weekend and hopefully get that last gasket replaced. But it was fun. It was a good year. I tried to get 30,000 on it. I'm a little short. I'm at like 29 something, 29,600, I think. But I was hoping I'd have it racked up to 30 by this year, but didn't quite make it.
0: Well, you'll you'll get there. You've had a good year, though. I mean, I, I don't know what the numbers were for you. Um,
1: I think that's almost 5000 on that bike for the year, which is more than I did last year in total, and that's way more than I did on the Harley this year. So,
0: Yeah, I don't think I have it broke out with the mileage thing, and I guess that's something that we need to talk about in the state, is what do we do about the, the mileage challenge? Should we keep it
1: going? I think so. You're talking about the clubhouse mileage? Yeah. That's fun. Okay. Who was the winner? This year, well, besides you, but you do you have the rankings? Can we go through it?
0: Uh, I mean, I don't have all the rankings because people have slacked off and didn't give me any December numbers.
1: Uh, well, it's probably not been much. I don't think in December.
0: Yeah, Big Mike hasn't sent me numbers. waiting on his, I think he. I th- think if I, I'm looking for the sheet right now. Continue on while I look for what I need.
1: <laughs> okay. But that's really all I want to mention on the R6 is that it'll it'll be back on the lift, finding the last uh, little oil problem, get that settled. and then we'll see what happens in the spring. I'm, the license renews in March. So if I end up you know getting my other bike back together and everything squared away, then I may just take it off the road and, and make it track. but we'll see what happens in the next couple of months.
0: So, so going back to the thing, so it, was, it round up because I know what um, Navi Tire and Zion sent me their numbers and they said they didn't get any miles for December. So unless Mike whipped off, you know, 10,000 miles in the month of December, it's, uh, he's second and then me.
1: Nice. Nice.
0: Big so, Mike and then nice. Sir Mike and, so it's me, Sir Mike, Navi Tire, Zion, and then Jebby. And, Jebby didn't give me numbers, and you were. Uh, let's see, you. I don't have your. I don't think you got any miles in November, Rich.
1: One month I didn't, yeah. And Sir Mike said about three seventy three for December. That's not gonna change the ranking. And then Dangerous Dave was about a hundred. Yeah. Give or take.
0: So I guess I guess what I'll put out is to our clubhouse listeners, and I'll just do it since they listen. Hey guys, send me your odometer pictures right now. <laughs> And we won't do the monthly, and make sure you send it at the end, and we'll just do it overall, no, you know. If you give them through the month, that's great, but let's do the beginning and end, and I'll.
1: Yeah. It's it, it's neat to see at the end of the year, you know, how many miles people rack up. Because we, you know, we talk about the trips all year long, but it's neat to see it all in aggregate when we're done.
0: Yeah, it is. It's it's pretty cool. And the number of miles, I mean, if you look, mice going across the board, it's at least, you know. The lowest month was January last year of only eight hundred miles. Mm. That was my lowest month.
1: And that's when it was new, so
0: Yeah. And then every other month was just
1: Crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well let's see. You had some more riding then as well. You had you guys rode out to Beach, Myrtle Beach area?
0: No, we rode out to um MRI on Saturday.
1: MR. Uh, Where's that? North Carolina? North Carolina. Okay.
0: North of Wilmington. And, you know, we've had this very North Carolina winter this year. has been very weird. Mm-hmm. We had that snowstorm. And then, you know, the weather has totally changed. It's been like, you know, Indian summer days. And it's been up in the, you know, 50, 60 degrees. And the guys are like, this is awesome weather. Let's go ride. And it came together like last minute. Like, we're going to go ride. Nice. So we took all back roads from... Uh, pretty much Benson, Benson area, which is near the forty ninety five intersection, and back roaded all the way out, and then we came back back roads, and had a good time. There was eight of us that road, so it was
1: really nice. cool. Now, is this part of the Dragon Crew or just people that you ride with in general?
0: No, this is pretty much a Dragon Crew. on um, and MT ten. There was Sid on his Kawasaki. Uh, 1,000 mm-hmm. car, which is Sid's wife on her Ninja 650 uh, bike. Nice. And it's really cool to see her. Uh, There's a guy, uh, Jackson, which is on a CBR 600 Repsol replica.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, There's Jack on uh, an FZ07. Okay. No, nine. I think it was an old 09. I can't remember which one he has. Nine 07. I can't remember. Um, I want to think it's a nine. If I'm thinking correctly. And then um, let's see who else was there. There was me and Irish, and then Crux on his eluder.
1: Uh, nice. How's he liking that? Yeah, <laughs> nah,
0: He doesn't like it.
1: for another show. For another show.
0: But <laughs> I'll actually tell you, he can make that bike lean and it maneuvers pretty well. So, I mean, it will tip over and lean pretty good.
1: Yeah, it was a good handling bike from what I remember. Yep. So cool. Now was, you have, you have a big trip coming up this weekend. Is that going to happen?
0: So, yeah. So since this weekend is going to be another beautiful weekend, the guys are like, Hey, let's take a ride. So there's talk about going to the tail of the dragon, but I think what's going to end up happening is we're going to go to the back of the dragon, mm. which like 2 hours shorter for us.
1: Yeah, closer to home.
0: Closer to home. It's not getting on 40, not interstate at all the way out and back. Yeah. An hour ride. Um so we'll go up all the interstate pretty much is like once we meet up is like 10 minutes on part of 85 and then we get on 86 to 1 to 58 or 158 and then across 58 of Virginia which is if you ever want to take a nice, if you're in the Virginia area, you want to take a nice road across, take 58 across Virginia. We can haul on these roads.
1: <laughs> nice. All right. Well, I have a couple of events I want to add to our happenings, and this is outside of the the state of the studio thing, but I just want to mention these.
0: Hang on, hang on, hang, hang real quick.
1: Okay. You, you took a trip? Where'd you go for New Year's? Florida. Florida. Did we cover that? We did. A oh, car wise, yeah, we didn't talk about the car.
0: Yeah, what did you have for a rental car?
1: I <laughs> uh, had a Chrysler 300S, which was really nice. It was a, I believe it was an eighteen, so it was a nice new car, and it even had almost twenty thousand miles on it. So it was, it was pleasant to to drive it and see that it was still felt like a new car at twenty thousand. So it was pretty nice. Now I still got to drive the Charger for comparison. All right. Let's see if it's says as put together as the 300.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: It wasn't all good, though. Some Somebody dinged it while I was down there, so we've yet to see what the bill is on that. And I, d- I don't know exactly where it happened, but from what I can tell, it looked like someone with a, either a truck or an SUV backed into it because you can see where the hitch pushed in the front bumper. Ouch. So yeah, that was, that was not pleasant returning it. So we'll find out what that's going to cost.
0: Now do you have to use your, you use your insurance.
1: I do. Yeah. I usually use my own insurance. I don't take it from the rental company. Right. So it'll probably be at least the deductible. Right. So we'll see. But yeah, nice car. Good time in Florida. Got to spend some time with mom and dad. Took the kids to a lighthouse around St. Augustine. And it was nice to see a lot of bikes riding around down there, which was cool. A lot of Harley's out when I was down there. <laughs>
0: and and, you, and I know you were not. Were you home on the New Year's Day?
1: Yeah, I was home on the 31st, yep.
0: So New Year's Day, I had to go over to my sister's house. And, you know, weather was beautiful here again. And all the bikes, all I mean, we drove the car. And mm. <laughs> All the
1: bikes out, so yep, yep. It was pretty cool. All right, all right. I can cover some more events now. Yes, sir. And we're do- doing the events now because we're kind of mix up the order. So once I finish my little state of the studio, that'll kind of be the end of our show for tonight, minus the the downshift. But I just wanted to mention that the Progressive International Motorcycle Show starts this coming weekend, the on the fourth of January. So they're kicking off in Texas. And the news, I guess, for us is that I, I may try to hit the version of the show in D.C. in February. Awesome. So I'll be going back. Well, once the government shutdown is, is over, <laughs> I'll be going yeah. back every other week. So whatever week it is that I'm there, I'll either go early or stay, and I'll try to hit the, hit the IMS show in D.C., which would be cool. Um, the other one coming up, and I want to mention this because it's a change in venue, the Easy Rider Show in Charlotte this year is a two-day event, January 26th through 27th, and that is now at the Park Expo Center, where uh, in previous years it was at the Charlotte Convention Center. Um, so that's good. It's a two-day event, uh, different venue, and I think we're going to hit that on Saturday. I know Sir Mike's going to be there. I'm looking to go Saturday, and and John, you may ride down for dinner. Something like that? Yeah, I think about it. Yeah. Okay.
0: And the interesting thing about it, I think this Charlotte is the last show of the expo. So it's kind of interesting that they've changed it from a one-day to a two-day event. So I guess the Charlotte one may be a popular.
1: Yeah, tent- could be. Could be. Are they going to, is it Ohio, I think, is where they ended previously? I don't remember.
0: Yeah, it's Ohio was always the past. I thought it was always go to Cleveland or something.
1: Yeah, but yeah, the Easy Riders will end in Charlotte this year with a two-day event. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, so they're going to Cincinnati, Sacramento, Austin, and Charlotte.
1: So, so Cleveland has dropped. Oh, yeah. Interesting. All right, and the Congregation Show, which is a date change, the same venue here in Charlotte in the Camp North area, but this will be April 13th this year, 1 through 8 p.m., and as far as I can tell, we'll be there for that one. That's a that's a good time. Enjoy that show.
0: All right. it's a good time. I wonder if uh, Justin's going to make that one.
1: Mm, we'll see. We'll see. That's his his style, right? Yeah. But he's a he's a busy man, so we'll see. See what happens. All right, John. John, you have anything else?
0: I think that's it, my friend.
1: That's it for now. All right, let's transition it. All right. So we'll first thank everyone for joining us this evening. John, of course, as the co-hosts and other hosts of our other shows, our past MPC participants, listeners, and of course, our Riders of Loud supporters. And we thought we would just give sort of a state of the studio address here and talk about some highlights from 2018. Um, we'll talk about some stats, some interesting things that I thought people might find, might also find interesting. And then I want to talk about sort of where we're going for 2019. And this will help set the stage of, of things that you might see in the next couple of weeks or months, and then on into the rest of the year. So Donnie, feel free to, to interject. (laughs) You don't have to sit back with your cocktail unless you want to.
0: All right. You go on my friend. We're ready
1: to listen. All right. 2018 was a busy year. And while, uh, loud pipes, wasn't always a weekly show. We were able to produce over 72 hours of content across the three shows. So that would be loud pipes, Moto Nobody's podcast, and the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge podcast. So if you had three continuous days of free time, you could listen to all the content with no repeats. <laughs> and I know Sir Mike does listen to the, the back catalog, so I'm sure he appreciates the content. Loud Pipes had a great year as far as downloads. So our total number of downloads for 2018 exceeded all prior years. Combined, which I thought was an interesting stat, uh, we moved to a new platform in March of 2018. So this is about nine months on the new platform plus a little bit of the old. And the Moto Nobody's podcast was launched in 2018, so they are finding their way and have achieved an average show download equal to the number of Loud Pipes downloads that we had in year two. So I thought the growth from that perspective was interesting.
0: So Mr. Warfield,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: we have a question from our live listeners. Mm -hmm. Dangerous Dave, does that include the downshift?
1: No, no, that's just, um, uh, public content. Okay. So downshift was probably another, let's see if I had to guess, I can't really guess. Sorry. Probably another 40 hours, maybe give or take. Somewhere between 30 and 40 hours, I would say, on the downshift side.
0: I'd probably say, mm, I don't know.
1: That's a hard number
0: because not every time we did a downshift, they always weren't an hour. Someone went long, some went
1: short. Our current average is about an hour 15 for loud pipes. The downshift is, is less. And Moto Nobody's had 20 episodes at around an hour 20 average. So, you know, take it from there. All right. Some Some other interesting tidbits that I thought I would share is kind of a range of the audience. So according to our download statistics, 82.4% of the listeners are in the United States, which we would expect. And it's followed by, in order, the United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, Sweden, and Denmark as countries that are over, um, that have at least a a double-digit percentage, or at least something called out in the chart, and then all other countries come in in the last two percent of the pie. The other interesting thing is that Apple Podcast continues to dominate the downloads in terms of clients and aggregators. Um, a lot of podcast apps do pull from from the iTunes catalog, so not much of a surprise. But that's about thirty, or I'm sorry, about sixty-three percent of all the loud pipes downloads. And all the other aggregators are in single digits, except for the category of other, which is 14. The Moto Nobodies was similar for countries, but their Apple percentage was 58. And interesting that that over on that side, John, you guys have more Android fans. So <laughs> there's 23% of the downloads were from Android clients. And the only other category listed um, in aggregate is other at 8%. So that is right. John, right? Everyone over there has an Android phone? Mm. You Amped, Bacon. I know Matthew does. Amp has an iPhone now. He switched.
0: So everybody else has. Amp's only one on an iPhone. Everybody else is on Android, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Rogue might be. I don't know where Rogue is on.
1: I think he was an iPhone user, or is.
0: I think so, too.
1: So I thought that was interesting, and it was just neat to see the trends. Like I said, Moto Nobodies is finding their own, and their average is growing um, as as the episodes go on. And after the break here, once once they get cranked up again, we'll see what happens
0: in 2019. And the thing that I'd probably throw out there is no reason maybe the Apple product is higher because of the iPod. That might not be so much iPhone. You know, the iPod, I think, might be the kicker where people might have and download it for media device across all, all devices, just not because it's a phone.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. It, Cause that includes iPads um, and, it, you know, windows devices that are using iTunes, you know, pretty much anything tied to iTunes is considered Apple download. Okay. Motorcycle podcasters challenge had a great year in 2018. This was our third year. John,
0: uh, sure. yeah, yeah.
1: It was our third year. And this had experienced some nice growth. We had six podcasts participating with 15 riders in total. There were 49 individual riders signed up and we had 29, around 29 that earned points during the challenge. The, I think the biggest, um, stat to talk about from the MPC was the 25,635 miles logged by all the riders which as old man slacker coined during the last show of the npc is that that's enough mileage to make one trip around earth which i thought was pretty cool
0: so here's a here's a quick tidbit for you Mm -hmm. so that happened in july right correct so if i took part you could add another 2,000 miles
1: oh in terms of your riding during that july
0: If, if yeah,
1: you would have written more, you know, it,
0: (laughs) I know what I had to, what I had to do, but yeah, I was just throwing it out there that, you know,
1: yep. Um, let's see. Also want to congratulate again, the Throttled podcast for winning the team challenge and also brother Zion who won the individual challenge with a, a neck and neck fight with my little brother, Kenny, which was really cool to see. And I can't wait to see what the individual challenge does next year. It's going to be even bigger and better as we move forward. Okay. Anything else on MPC, Johnny?
0: No, I think it's a a good thing. And we're working on year number four. So look forward to it.
1: Very nice. Another thing from 2018 is we had quite a few guests, either interview wise or guest co-hosts. To the show. So I want to take a minute and thank uh, Irishman, KP Moto, Brother Bacon, Amp Moto, Colin, otherwise known as Bronco Ride, uh, Aaron Smith, Liza Miller, Joey Mitchell, Dangerous Dave, Old Man Slacker, Sean Birch, Justin Webster, Roger Smith, and rounding out with John's cousin, Tom Churchill. That was our guest list for 2018. And big events for 2018 that I think stand out was launching the, well, launching and completing the New Rider series that we did. That was a lot of fun, talking about things that new riders should look for or should try or should acquire in terms of training and gear and motorcycles and things like that. Uh, It was fun with all the guests that we had to go through that series, which was a big part of our um, our guest series in the first part of last year. And let's see, the next big standout from 2018, I think, was the Gettysburg meetup. That was our kind of our first attempt at a a loud pipes meetup, which was a lot of fun. Uh, up in Gettysburg, Dangerous Dave was a great host for that. Planned a nice group ride for us, a lunch stop. We attended the Bike Week festivities, and just a great time. It's awesome for everyone who came out. It was. And the big one in October, which was, of course, our trip to Barber for the Vintage Festival. That, of course, included the handing off of the MPC Trophy. Uh, we had a lot of fun there with the meetup at uh, Rails and Ales. And meeting up with the Fashionista again, and just a, a great time riding down there and, and hanging out. Um, let's see, Roger and his dad coming out was was a lot of fun, and and then you guys headed to the West Coast. Yes. Was a good time. It was good. We still haven't decided. We're gonna go back for nineteen.
0: I say no.
1: It depends on I think what happens in the August time frame. You know, if we end up doing some other events there, you know, that might might take over.
0: Yeah. It's gonna be interesting time. Um I know AmeriCade is talk, but that's in June, and that's going to be kind of hard for my schedule. Um, I think the AIM Expo might be kind of cool to go see, to go
1: see that. I mean, that was my plan for 18 to happen. Um, Well, that would work because if I get to IMS in February and you do AIM in the fall, then we kind of cover both ends of the year. Right. So yeah, yeah. I think Sir Mike has hit it. Is um, uh, Cleveland instead of Barber for their vintage festival? Yeah. Slow on the coin. Yeah, and it,
0: as Dangerous Dave says, I'm going to Sturgis in 2020. So, anyways.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll be an Isla man. Okay. Anything else from 2018 that's Duck out that you want to cover. If not, I'm going to go on to next year. Yeah, it's going. Okay, plans for 2019. Now we have a little bit of a curveball, of course, with uh, Rico being on hiatus for a while, and I think that what that means is we're going to lean on some more guests for that, possibly some more interviews than we would have otherwise done if Rico was here, and use that to kind of fill the void. And the reason I say that is I think the synergy with three is important and I don't really want to, I don't really want to alter the show so that it's just John and I, while I like hanging out with John I think the two of us could still do it. I think it would alter the show in a way that I'm not really looking forward to at this time. And there is all expectations that Rico is coming back. So I don't really want to f- change the format of the show. You know, unless I know that he's not, and then we will, you know, then we will change, but, (laughs) but as of now it'll be, you know, we'll fill the gap with more, you know, guest co-hosts and interviews and things like that. We're trying to get in there, Johnny. No. Okay. And the other thing that we're working on is we've talked about this in the clubhouse, but I can mention it a little bit now is that we're, we're creating a backstory episode. So as part of, Rico returning to the show, we're going to relaunch with an episode that covers kind of the backstory of, of loud pipes, if you will. So it'll be interviews of myself, John and Rico, and we'll assemble that into a, a kickoff show uh, once he returns. So we're working on that now and we'll let you know once we have a date. Okay. Next big thing for 2019 is a alternative to Patreon. So, you know, I know not everyone likes that ongoing support model and there are some other there are some other things afoot with Patreon that we may or may not be on board with. So, we decided we will start up an alternative. So, we're not we're not dropping the Patreon model. We're going to leave all that in place, but we're going to allow or we're going to set up a separate way to provide support for the show utilizing PayPal. And of course, you know, regular, you know, checks and things can be sent to the P.O. box, which we'll start publishing on the website. It's it's something we've had for a while. We just don't we don't publish the the address. And this will give a way for people to provide support for individual episodes. So instead of monthly or ongoing, it can just be, well, I want to provide support for episode 147 or or 150 or something like that. Um, there will be ways to do that. And we'll be coming up with a way to provide some sort of recognition for that in the future. So I don't have any plans for it now, but, you know, some sort of recognition level to go along with those those types of support. So the, the last thing this allows us to do is we also will separate some of the support from Loud Pipes. So the Patreon page is really just for this show. But the things we do through PayPal and other means will be for the whole studio. So that'll cover Lab pipes, MPC, Moto Nobodies, um, anything else that we start up, um, just general support for the, for the studio as a whole. I need more beer, John. I can't do it straight through. <laughs> no, you have to go get another can. Another can. Uh, let's see, the next big thing I want to talk about, and I think this is going to be a, a big effort for us for 2019. And this will probably weave its way into every episode I would imagine. And that is Loud Pipes Racing, which we announced last episode. So the idea with Loud Pipes Racing is a way for us to get involved with racing at a grassroots and maybe even a regional level, and then provide some support for racers and teams and and just do our part to help the sport. You know, I'm, I'm a huge racing fan. I would say motorcycles first, sports cars second or real close to, to first. And just just racing in general. If somebody's racing it, I'm interested. I don't really care if it's motorcycles, you know, boats, swamp buggies. You know, I'll watch it. Um, so this is our way of, of giving back and providing some support. So the initial part we talked about is we are... Going to get Loudpipe stickers on Brian Honeycutt's race bikes. We talked about those, and Kenny's working on some vinyl for me, and we'll get that shipped out here shortly. And our other effort that we know of that we're planning for for 2019 and 2020 is to get a Loudpipe sticker on the People's Bike, which races at the Isle of Man at the TT. So we reached out to them as well, looking to get someone from that organization on the show to talk about what they do and you know, kind of share our support in real time. And the last thing racing wise is of course, Johnny John, my R6 will yes. also get loud pipes, racing graphics for any of my track days. Okay. <laughs> I got to have my stickers on there, man.
0: There you got them on the wheels
1: on the rear wheel, on the side down low.
0: See, you I got it already taken care of.
1: Yep. Well, I have to add the racing part. It just says loud pipes right now. Okay. And we'll also be doing another run of our of our stickers, the black ones with the red letters. So if, if people want some of those, we can send them out. Maybe we'll create a little goodie bag for the spoken wheel. What do you think? We could. Get our graphics slash swag expert in line for that.
0: You, you got her. new <laughs> pink.
1: John's like, I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> yeah, And that's, that's kind of the, the other big effort for 2019. So, you know, loud pipes racing interview heavy, uh, some additional ways to support the show. And I think that's it. Try to keep up with all of John's writing, which is a job in itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see, one other thing I want to mention quickly before I get into my long list of thank yous, which we must do. And that is another another new show we're working on. And we've been working with Sir Mike in the background. And he has wanted to create a show as sort of a feedback loop, you know, a way to provide some additional some additional feedback and additional thoughts that maybe aren't being said you know, across the the podverse, if you will. So that's something we're working on for next year. We don't have all the details ironed out just yet, but uh, just know we do have a show coming, coming soon and it will be featuring our very own Sir Mike. So that's it for 2019. Anything else you want to do, John, besides ride across the country? You want to ride to Canada? Something like Uh, that. That'd be cool, but no, I'm okay right now.
0: Taking a nice little breather, a little bit. That's
1: good. Spend some time with the missus. I did over the holidays. <laughs>
0: hmm.
1: All right, very nice. Well, let me go ahead and and thank some people as we round out the the state of the studio and our our plans for next year. And I'll start with Brother Hogan since he's not here. So I want to thank him for his contributions to the show, both on air and. And behind the scenes, Um, like I said, although he is taking a break, we did start the show over four years ago, over sorry, over four years and 145 episodes ago. So him taking a break is going to focus on some family priorities. It is much needed uh, and well-deserved. Johnny John, Spider Silk. I don't know where to start with this one. You know, John does... So much for the show, you know, not just being on the show, but behind the scenes. You may not see, you know, what he does directly, but but trust me, if he's not doing it, then you will definitely notice. <laughs> so that's everything from asking him to do show notes. He reminds me about things that need to be done, help to get things planned and arranged. You know, show topics, guests, content, um, all the things that that I'm not good at, which is a, a nice um, offset um Website updates, show notes—I already mentioned things like that. Or if I just need to vent out something, it's a, a good year to to land it on. So, thank you, John. Appreciate it.
0: No problem. Glad I could help you out, and it's my pleasure, man. It's it's your dream, and I'm here to help you out any way I can.
1: And it's a lot of fun.
0: It is. It's a lot of fun hanging out.
1: I also want to thank Natalie, which is kind of John again by proxy, but <laughs> all her work on the NPC. And all of our graphics that are done, the swag programs, you know, pretty much anything design-wise that we need goes her way, and I can't thank her enough for that. Uh, again, it's being kind of behind the scenes. You know, if you've participated in the NPC, then you know all the work that she does. But um, outside of that, it's it's a little more behind the scenes. Um, I also want to thank Brother Bacon for his eff- efforts on the Moto Nobody's podcast, and that also extends to you know, AmpMoto and all the others who, who have participated in that show. Um, it's good to see that growing, and I can't wait to see where that goes for, for 2019. Uh, Brother Bacon has also been on Loud Pipes a few times, and he also helps me in the background uh, with certain things. So, again, thank him for that. And lastly, but most importantly, we do want to thank all the supporters of the show um, and everything that we do here. And that would be the Riders of Loud Pipes group in order. So we're going to kind of skip the levels um, for this time. But but in order, we have Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, Zion, Chuck, Nobby Tire, Old Man Slacker, Sir Mike, the executive producer of Chaos and Mayhem, Steven, Jacob, Sean, Steve, Micah, Kenny, Dangerous Dave, James, Bronco Ride, Rich, Joe, Tony, Darren, the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast, Jared, Kale, and our newest member, David Leinberger, is our our most recent member to the Riders of Loud Pipes. So thank you, David, and and welcome aboard. And just thanks to thanks to everyone again for all your support. It is something that we sincerely appreciate. We have some exciting plans for 2019 that are possible in part by the support we get from this group. Uh, which is a great group of individuals Um, and we thank them again for that and i will just end with a reminder to visit the website which is lawpipes.net and check out everything we have there that includes the the support the live stream the feedback which is now fixed and all the other links we have all from the main website so i end by raising my glass to a fantastic 2019 thank you johnny john No problem, my brother. Downshift time. Okay. (laughs) All right. Good night.
0: For listening, please consider supporting the show. We offer generous rewards for your contribution. Find more details at loudpipes.net forward slash donate.